Listen, you fuckers, you screwheads. Here is a man who would not take it anymore. Who would not let... Listen, you fuckers, you screwheads. Here is a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the cunts, the dogs, the filth, the shit. Here is someone who stood up. Here is... Welcome to Troglodyte Podcast, an off-the-rails review and discussion of horror, cult films, and cinema. With your host, Loki Jesse and Tim. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Troglodyte. I am Loki Jesse. Hey, guys. It's Tim. Hey, Tim. What were you signaling? That the volume was too high or... Yeah, the fucking intro is blasting in my ears. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I wasn't telling you to, like, lower her voice. I was asking you to, like, I, lower my earphones. I did. I just said I lowered the... the the. Well, I mean, you didn't have to. You could have just, you know... Okay, well, I'll cut this part out. Uh, no, you don't know. Okay, and we're back. Hey, oh, everybody. Okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm just not going to pretend like the last two minutes didn't happen. Two seconds. Two seconds is two seconds? I don't know, dude. I don't have a fucking idea. How you been, man? I'm doing good, man. Just working. Working for a living. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm starting to apply for more jobs because I want to get out of the... Go- yes, I want to get out of goddamn retail. Yeah. I was going to censor myself Listen, a white. Uh, same. Uh, I, I mean, that's why I left. Yeah, God, yes. And now I have a good job. I have a great job, actually. I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to manifest that's it. Good, I'm going to get out there. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and um, Jack, we can have weekends off and record with more weekends. Fuck yeah, dude. Or not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or not. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, no. no I'll, 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 I'll have my weekend, bitch. Okay. <laughs> my weekend co-host. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. You, you just want to split the duties. No, wait. No. I got I, I to gotta keep you. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want some. I don't want. I don't want you to get stolen away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Respect me slight. Yes. Here. Here's more Skyra. <laughs> yeah, actually, we fucking spoke about this last week. I just got paid. It's going to be replenished. I promise. And, and, and I'll get you I'll get you the night. I'll get you a glass of ice. Okay. Will, I'll get you a little refrigerator. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Don't go all the I love how I do nothing for this podcast <laughs> and you're getting me shit. I you edit everything, you post everything, and I just show up and I'm still a dickhead about it too. Oh my god. You're such a demon. Good. <laughs> good. good. Yes, good. Yes, yes, master. I could cut you off, but no, I can't cut you off. Can't fuck off. I don't want to I don't want to go back By the to the way. Huh. We got these cool fucking stickers from my friends. Oh, your friends. Yes. yes. From uh Fears and Beers. Fears and Beers. Yeah. These fucking badass stickers, by the way. Uh, Jesse, when are we getting stickers? Soon. Sure. <laughs> as soon as you chip in, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking nice, dude. I know they're nice, dude. Shout out to Fears and Beers, by the way. I, I, I said this before, and I stand by it. Professional jealousy. I'm, gonna... I'm so jealous of these guys. But like, I, I'm so, like, um, you know, proud of them. But, you know, in my defense, I'm just one person because my co-host doesn't put in. But, <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, there are three people there, you know, that 
and, and plus they got a good job. <laughs> there are three people that actually put into one podcast <laughs> and not just one guy. <laughs> they have good jobs too. Yeah, yeah, they, they have good jobs. They too. Have, um, I, I I work with them. Yeah, you do. Yeah, like you know, they they all work you know different routes at the you know washing the peep show. Yeah. Oops, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> what? It, that, well, that, that it's no shame wiping cum off of screen. Oh my god. <laughs> That connects to our today's movie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fucking hell! Hey, I uh, sick. Perfect segue. <laughs> I guess that, that. I guess that cuts off the the small talk we were gonna have. Well, that's um, a good way to Jesse, cut it off. What movie are we reviewing today? Yes, you have chose. Yes, I did. Taxi Driver, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, uh, Joe, uh, Jodie Foster, and um, appearances by Harry Keitel. And the guy that played the father in Everybody Loves Raymond, and he was also Frankenstein in Young Frankenstein. No, he was also the monster in Young Frankenstein. Was that the guy? That's, that's, that's the father from Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah, the wizard. Holy shit. He looks young. Yeah. He looked recognizable. Yeah. I, he, I mean, I recognized him. Yeah. But I didn't know that was him. I, I just thought, I was like, oh, that guy kind of looks like the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, no, that was him. Holy fuck. Yeah. Time works weird. No shit, dude. Because like I was hearing on um, a Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, Michael Rosenbaum, Michael Rosenbaum's yes, 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 podcast, yes, uh, yes, yes. who played Lex Luthor on Smallville. Yes, yes. We and we um, he had uh, Michael Bean on there, and he was in the uh, Terminator. He was Kyle Reese in Terminator. Mm-hmm. He was in um, Tombstone, um, Aliens, of uh, the Abyss, and a whole bunch of other films. But you know, like. He didn't, like, he's in his 60s, so he sounded, you know, excuse me, he didn't sound like I remembered him, like, in the movies. Yeah. He sounded older, you know, obviously he's obviously, older. Obviously, it happens. But it was just, like, blew me away, like, what? Like, and it's the same thing with, um, with the, fuck, what's his name? I'm going to get his name. So, but yes, we're talking about Taxi Driver. Why did you choose this film? I was going to go with The Irishman. Okay. To uh, continue with the, um... Uh, March and you know St. Patrick's Day and all that good stuff. Ah, uh, yes. And but but uh um, and then I started doing a little bit of research on like Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro and how much they've worked together. And then I was gonna choose Mean Streets, yeah, which is their first movie together. Oh, and it was still uh like uh, it was Martin Scorsese's like. Like introduction, not introduction into making movies, yeah, but introduction into like, 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 kind of getting his foot into the like the business, yes, end of it, and then, and then Taxi Driver was there, like, oh, we have a backing, and we're gonna make a movie and it's gonna be great. Which, yeah. by the way, um, compared to the other Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro movies that I've seen, yeah. Probably one of the best ones, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's totally different. Oh, and the guy's name's Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle, that's his name. It's it, it was it was a movie that's created in with a uh, about a thousand dollars of uh, I, I mean not a thousand dollars one million dollars of really? a budget. That's a that's a budget. Wow, uh, one point four million dollars. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah, one point nine million dollars. One point nine million dollars, almost two. And it brought in um twenty eight point six million. Yeah. Wow, I think this is like the first time we actually talk numbers in the film. I I did a lot of research. Oh uh, wow. for this movie. Um, 
So so compared to like Killers of the of the of the Rose of Flower Moon, yeah, which is going to be his next movie, Martin Scorsese's, um, I, I, which is two hundred and two hundred and million, uh, two hundred million dollars, two hundred million, yeah, it's going to be a, it, it's uh it which is fucking crazy. Well, I gotta say that at the time of the when the filming was. That budget seems about right, being that they had they shot on location, mm-hmm. and the way that they the um, was well, like you know film film itself is expensive, so that you know budget goes to there, and then yeah. also, also um, again like you know location like, I, I permits can't and things like that. Like they them paying like the actors a lot, yeah, for a movie like this. Oh, and there's also union; they had to pay the union, yeah. To to work so, in cities, if not, they would get um, uh, yeah. But go for it. What were you gonna say? I, I like I can't imagine the actors getting paid a lot. Like like Robert De Niro probably doing this for like as a favor to like Harvey Keitel. Like all of these guys probably doing a move like like a favor for Martin Scorsese. Yeah, and then probably getting paid back, like getting back paid Ooh. off the movie. Because that's some contracts for certain actors. It's that's a big risk too. Yeah, that is true. Um, I couldn't find exactly where it would be like, oh, Robert De Niro got paid this for this movie. Or yeah. I'm pretty sure I could have done a little bit more research on it. But um, yeah, man, I'm super interested. Like, like, what did you think about the movie? Or, or, or you want to do your well, okay? Well, summary let's, first. Let's do the summary. So, Taxi Driver tells a story of. Okay, let me just get his name out here. I have the credits here, so. Uh, De Niro plays Travis uh, Bickle. The, Travis Bickle is a taxi driver who who moonlights as a obviously taxi driver. He takes a night shift, being that he has insomnia and he can't sleep. He is an ex-Vietnam veteran, and he just basically travels, you know, just like you know, does a job, travels streets. But like you know, it's like he's slowly going into a descent in madness, or he is obviously suffering from PhD. Uh, so he um the film is narrated through his uh point of view how he sees that the cities are full of scum and degenerates and he frequents um he frequents frequents porn stores no adult bookstores and adult uh movie theaters not as for a, a pleasure but just to do something since they're open all night and he has trouble sleeping during the day he um he starts becoming fascinated fascinated with Sybil Shepherd, who plays Betsy, who is uh, one of the volunteers for a senator. And she, um, he finally gets up the courage and asks her out on a date. And it does not go the way that he wanted to because he took her to see a movie, but it was an adult film. She walks out with disgust. He tries to win her back, but she wants no part of him. He basically then starts falling more into a descent of loneliness and desperation starts becoming fascinated with guns buys guns from a local hustler well yeah from a from a guns dealer and he just starts you know documenting all of his things he plans to shoot a senator and while he's doing while he's doing that he comes across iris a, a young child prostitute played by jody jody foster he basically goes up to her and asks her, like, why she's doing this? Doesn't she have a home? And he basically sympathizes with her, wants to save her, but she wants none of that. He he tries to kill the senator, but he fails in attempts. 
he then goes to um, free Iris from her pimp and from her pimps. It goes into a shootout where she she is witness to to Travis killing her pimp. The pimp, uh, there's, there's a lot of things witness, and the film ends with him being like a media hero for saving a young prostitute, and it also ends with Betsy getting in his cab and just I guess kind of starts being infatuated with him, but. Now that Travis is, uh, he just feels a closure within himself that he doesn't feel like he needs to pursue pursue Betsy, and the film just ends like that. So that is Taxi Driver. Spoilers for warning. <laughs> Too late. Does it end like that, though? I think so. Well, before we get to the ending, let's go to the beginning. Ah, yes. <laughs> so, uh, my friend... Uh, Marcus Deville, shout out. He every time it rains uh-huh. here in Laredo, he always puts that quote: "Here is the rain to wash all the scum off the face of the earth." I forgot how De Niro says it, but he always puts that that's on not, his Facebook caption. That's not scary. I know it's not scary, but like it's just like you know he always puts that on there every time being, it rains. I was being sarcastic. But okay, sorry, I don't recognize your sarcasm. So. Don't fucking sass me. Sorry. Don't fucking sass me. Hey, I got a friend. I got the queen of sass on speed dial. Don't make me call her. The fuck is the queen of sass? You know her. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um. She won't answer you. Anyways. Probably not. <laughs> She's probably with her boyfriend. Anyway, um, shout out to you. Hi. Hi. Hi, um. She hey. doesn't like being mentioned. Okay. Um, <laughs> I take back the shout out. So, what did you think? <laughs> Of this film, was this the first time you saw it? No, I've seen this movie before. How many times? Uh probably once or twice. I remember the first time I saw this. It was um, I rented it uh from the it was uh, God, it was like ten years ago. I rented it from the Blockbuster that used to be right there on Guada on Guadalupe Street. That's or, ten years. Uh, no, yeah. I feel like the Blockbuster like went out of business like longer than ten years ago. I mean, it was fifteen years ago. It's you know, it's the one next to the Peter Piper. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I rented it. I rented it from there. Like I now it's like a tooth, like tooth place or something. Yeah, it's a tooth place. (laughs) Dentist. Dentist. (laughs) Yeah, we should probably do that film later. The dentist. I've never seen it. It's a horror film. Okay, (laughs) of course, of course it is. Um, but um, that's the first time I saw it, and it was all right. Like you know, everybody always talks about it so much. I finally gave in and saw it. You didn't like it or what? I liked it. I just, it just feels like I could see, because this film was kind of like what they were going with when they made, when Todd Phillips made The Joker. Yeah. This was like, and honestly, I could not see this film without thinking of Todd Phillips' Joker. And I'm going to keep saying Todd Phillips' Joker because I don't want to call it just The Joker because to me, it's not The Joker. But that's that's a different story. It's very interesting, and I would like to get uh, get into that later. Yeah, go for it. Uh, maybe Patreon exclusive. But um, but it was just very like his descent is very. I I could just feel for him the loneliness of of the what he was going through. Okay, and just trying to keep busy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that he you know he does have like some trauma being an ex vet. In fact, that's the one thing that they. That they changed when they were writing the script, that they made him an ex-Vietnam vet to kind of like give a reason why he's kind of is the way he is. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, I. <sighs> I dropped my phone. Very professional. Um, uh, extremely. Um, I feel like he probably was already deranged. Yeah. When he went to war. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sh- I'm sure it doesn't help. Yeah. I'm sure it didn't help, but um. Yeah, man. Um, I like the movie. Okay. I can see why certain people can take this the wrong way and make them make this like their life. Yeah. I don't see that. I don't see it either, but like I and this is like one thing that the that whole like you talking to me quote is yeah. like so famous from this film. Like you talking to me like So I was very interested to get your opinion on this movie. Okay. Mainly because I'm pretty sure mo- me and you without like the the jokey jokies uh-huh. um are fairly like reasonable when it comes to certain like most movies i i just think that this film and without the jokey jokies it's just very um and now just because of that i'm gonna make jokey jokies later um, i'm okay with that okay but just somewhere i'm gonna spread we're being out. very serious and i feel like like uh it just it just feels too i got it it kind of hits too close to home because i'm not saying okay great scenario let it out baba no 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 okay so so then the other night I went to the I went to the the bar the classic tavern Ooh. to meet um well no 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 like you know to see one of my favorite bartenders Herlaka Rose shout out grins from below and um too many shout outs this episode it's but anyway fine. there's this um guy that walks in that I know well that we know excuse me and she refers no 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 oh, no not okay. meaning that me and her know okay and also like he is um known in our small little group uh. and well no no, no again. So <laughs> the Home Depot, not 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 the Home Depot group. I'm fucking around, but the uh, I guess our quote unquote the little metal punk group that yes, is yes, well, yes, yes. the people that me and her know. Uh huh. Like you know, he is known there too. But she and you know, she started calling. You no, know, she refers to him as drunker because he's always you know looks well. Every time she's seen him, he's always been like you know drunk, and he's honestly like. If there's been a few times that I met him, and he was okay, but when he's drunk, he is so annoying. I'm very curious to he's, know who you're talking about. I'll, I'll tell you later. Uh, I'll, I'll, you, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. You can later. say it now, and then we just bleep it out. Oh, oh yeah. Well, his name is. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I have to find him. Oh, no. uh, it's fine. Actually, you said no, it like he got banned off Facebook. So Good. He, he, Fuck no, him. no, but he's, he's very. He is just very. Down and depressed. <laughs> it's okay. No, 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 no. Oh, it's this, this is part of the story. This is part of the story. She's uh-huh. like, he, you know, like when I saw him the other day, I had just seen this film the day before. That oh. I had just seen Taxi Driver. <laughs> so, and I just put two and two together today, before we were getting ready to record. It had just struck me that this guy is almost, you know, his attitude is kind of like a De Niro. Like like a like a Travis or just like because he was just very like my job sucks I hate my job I hate my life I want to yeah. die he's like such but, a a downer and so sad yeah and and I and I and I'm right there telling him like dude you just gotta just gotta find an outlet like you know and I'm and I'm telling him that and I'm just like oh my god the pot calling the kettle black. Because shit, I used to be that kind of a downer. I mean, I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't express it out. I wouldn't say it out loud. I wouldn't you know? say you were like that. Oh, listen, but, well, I've only known you for no, but yes, you know me for yeah. But like, but let me just say that like, there's been times. Well, there was a time, and it's still there in me. But like, you know, it's kind of more, more like you know, chained up. I got quote unquote. But like, you know, my um. My depression and anxiety used to really get to me. Uh-huh. And, you know, like all my focus would be on a single person who would I who who I would refer to as my best friend. And I would just be all like like, you know, like my life is better with this person around. Like yeah. not like everything falls apart and I'm yeah, like, yeah. like suck, suck, like world, like blah 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 suck. And, you know, I'm not like that anymore. So like I I you know my outlet is now, you know, this podcast and stuff and, you know, other things. Yeah. It's just like, I'm able to like do that. Well, that's, but what, when, when that, I sp- that's what healthy people. Do. I know. And then when I see this, when I see drunker uh-huh. and I hear him talking about like, oh, life sucks. I hate my life. I want to die. I want to, I don't know. He's like, all like that. And I'm just like, I was never that far gone, but yeah. damn. And then he's all like, "You want to flag this entire conversation? Just go through it again when you were reco- when, when yeah, you were, uh, re- I'll probably will." But it's just like, and he's all like, "Let's go," and I'll okay, probably flag that, that part. There, yeah, there yeah, you probably go. flag that part. And uh, I'm like, "Nah, dude, I don't want to do it." Like, come on, you would have fun. Like, yeah, but like, there's no value okay, in so, it. To me. So, but, this is so. This is my my thing with this movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, two types of people, maybe yeah. three. The type of people that watch this movie and thought, I'm Travis? Yeah. And then there's people that watch this movie and went, oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't relate to this motherfucker. This is what I meant by you and me yeah. normally. Well, this um, is- this is what I, this is what the meaning of that long story was. Is that like you know I related to him, but and I see this guy relating to him, but like you know there's various extremes to the relation. Okay, and that other guy was a complete extreme, and well, he'll he, never get an outlet. He probably related to him as oh I want to be Travis. Yeah, and. And and there's other people. Well, I didn't tell him we were gonna do this movie, but like I just saw him and I thought about about Travis like that. Uh huh. Well, I thought like you know it kind of reminded me like of Travis. If Travis was in the film going, oh my life sucks, my love sucks. <laughs> Instead, Travis saw like the world is full of scum. I want to erase it. You know, he kind of saw yeah. himself like a almost like a religious kind of person, like an angel of God sent to yeah. purge the world. Uh-huh. Um, and I read that in, in the, one of the reviews or yeah. summaries, but. And then, see, and this is why, and I'm going to jump forward, this is why at the end I feel that he got some closure and he doesn't feel the need to, like, pursue Betsy. But then, again, we're getting too far. Let's go. I don't. You don't. I don't think he got any fucking closure. Uh, and I would like to hear why you do. Yes. And then hear me out when I say this motherfucker definitely did something, like, worse later on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could see that happening because I could see him getting the reason why I feel that he got some sort of closure was because was because like his his the path that he was going when he got rejected by by Betsy and then he started going with all those, you know, like guns, training himself 
Uh-huh. And he was going to kill the senator to make a statement and then kill himself. It's just like, because he felt that he had nothing to live for. And the fact that he tried to save um, Iris, like give her an out, and she rejected it. It's just kind of like, you know, I tried to help somebody and it didn't work. So like, fuck it. Like, you know, I don't want to live. But when he fails to kill the senator, he tries again, you know, like, you know, oh, let me go back and save Iris. And uh-huh. he actually succeeds. But like his whole, but he didn't plan to run live. out of bullets. He, he didn't plan to run out of bullets. He didn't, he didn't think he was going to live uh-huh. after that. He thought he was going to die. He wanted to die. Yeah. The fact that he was still alive and ran out of bullets, he probably, and I'm just assuming, assuming, that he felt some sort of of a sign that says that like, his job is not done yet, and I feel that that he that he saved one person and that was enough for him. And for now, uh huh. And he just didn't. It's it's that's I just felt it like that. Like, what did you feel? I or what did you think? So I'm get ready. Okay. I don't feel that. Okay. I feel like he is definitely mentally ill, and yeah. we can agree on that. Um, he has a God complex. Yes. And he has a Savior complex. Right. So, it, 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 he, with with Betty and Iris, in, in both scenarios, he kept telling them, like, it, it, he kept bringing up, like, the I can get you out of here type of situation where it's like, Oh, you're so beautiful. You don't belong with these people. Blah blah blah. When it comes to Betty, and when it came to Iris, is 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 always trying to save them. Yeah. So I'll take you back a little further to the front, but um, when he's sitting down with with his coworkers, yeah, and with a coffee and all that stuff. If you see the way that it's framed, and it's specifically way that that it's framed is is the other three guys which is uh Ray Romano's father and the yeah. other two guys the wizard um they're off to the left and he has the opportunity to sit closer to them but the way that it's framed is he's to the uh, uh, total of uh, further right of the table yeah all he does is order coffee. He's drinking his coffee, and then that's it. One, he does not get food, which means he that he's not he doesn't plan to stay there a long time. And two, he's drinking something, which means he doesn't plan to talk. Because if you have like a a drink in your mouth, you can't talk. Yeah, he's isolating himself. Now he complains the entire movie that he's lonely and that he does all these things, but he's he's surrounded by people every time. I mean, he's a fucking taxi driver. Talk to the people that are there, but he chooses to look down on them. So, why I think that that his destructive nature probably only got worse after the movie is in the very end of the movie he starts freaking out and messing with 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 the with the mirror next to him and and that only shows that he's he's showing the rest of the world that he's okay but deep inside he's still fucked and then if you look at the credits i don't know if you uh if you watch the credits yeah but there's a flash of his eyes and is it that part uh so yeah um, there's a flash of his eyes and it, it just looks like he's still going crazy. It, in my opinion, 
he still goes out there and probably gets get fucking murdered. Yeah. I, I think for him, it's it's a it's a I want to die, uh, uh, type of scenario. I fully think that he joined the 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 Marines in a way of just maybe I'll fucking die at Vietnam. Doesn't happen. Comes back to the United States, already fucked up from before and already fucked up from war, and is like I'll. I'll do something where at, at New York in the seventies is fucking crazy. Oh fuck yeah, especially so, Times Square. Yeah, they go, hey, do you have a gun? Because it's dangerous out there. And he goes, no. He wants to get jumped. He wants to get something. I truly and honestly think that that before he met Betsy and Iris, he was a ticking time bomb of just, um, I'm waiting for someone to kill me. And then when he meets them, his savior complex comes out and is fully behind. God damn it, Jesse. Sorry. I, <laughs> I had. <laughs> Unprofessional. Of course I am. On my rant. How dare you? Uh, no, man. I, I think that six months later, he, he finds another woman to obsess with and he fucking dies. Why do you want me to go back to my parents? I mean, they hate me. Why do you think I split in the first place? There ain't nothing there. Yeah, but you can't live like this. It's a hell. A girl should live at home. Didn't you ever hear of women's lib? What do you mean, women's lib? You're a young girl. You should be at home now. You should be dressed up. You should be going out with boys. You should be going to school. You know, that kind of stuff. God, are you square? Hey, I'm not square. You're the one that's square. You're full of shit, man. What are you talking about? You you walk out with those fucking creeps and lowlifes and degenerates out on the street and you sell your sell your little pussy for nothing, man? For some lowlife pimp? Stands in a hall? I'm the I'm square? You're the one that's square, man. I don't go screwing fuck with a bunch of killers and junkies the way you do. You call that being hip? What world are you from? I feel you're right. Yeah, you're not. You are right about the savior complex and the inferior complex, the superior complex. The fact that he's looking down on everybody. And I do get what you're saying about, you know, like still being in, still feeling lonely when you're in a group. Because again, like that hits home with me. Again, going back to my thing. Sound like a narcissist. I am not a narcissist. You are. But I'm just relating to it. <laughs> you know, I relate to that. You know, like being in the table, being as far away as I can, but still close. But also, like you said, like having, like, you know, when I, w- I would have a cigarette, you know, just so I wouldn't have to talk to people. But that's yeah. work Or a drink. But it's just, he, I just, well, Probably he wanted to look normal. Like, you know, he wanted to be around them to feel some sense of normal, but he didn't really want to be there. Like you said, he just wanted to set the coffee. So I, I do see that not when he mentioned it. And I could agree with you that maybe he will, like, just repeat the cycle again. Like, he'll find something to obsess about, something to do. But I feel that for that little moment that he got that that, that notoriety, he felt, you know, he felt complete. Would it last long? No. For people, quote unquote, people like him always fall back. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't know. Depends. 
Like I'm not like not all not everybody falls back, but everybody falls down. I feel like I'm <laughs> people have problems. Yeah, I mean, but that's I you're not wrong. Yeah. People have problems, man. I mean, I've I've been there. Yes. I I've I've been there, man, where it's like, fuck, I don't want to talk to anybody. What the fuck am I here? Why like, why am I doing this? Like yeah. I don't want to get off from bed or, or like I'm doing any of that shit. But it it's in my in in my way of I've had those days where I just stay in bed. Yeah. And and I love those days. Yeah, but in it, in my in my time it, it was like the the depression was just too much. Yes. And I I can't even stand up. I know. And but I, I I've learned to just maybe not just live with it, but to 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 find reasons to get up. Yeah. To find reasons to not go fucking crazy and and uh I'm like I love my hobbies, bro. Yeah. I love fucking doing this. Yeah, I love doing this too. And that's the thing that, as I said, like you know, like and it goes back to like the outlets. But there's like um, and there was this way that uh, fuck, I forgot what the phrase was. This is a fucking episode. We're getting real. Yeah. <laughs> when Tim, when Loki, Jesse, and Tim get real, the real Loki and Jesse. <laughs> the real Loki and Jesse. Nah. It's just you talking to yourself, <laughs> you psychopath. <laughs> Yes, Tim is not real. Tim is just the voice I make. <laughs> Shout out to whoever the fuck everybody else is seeing. Man. No, um, but um, I guess I guess like it's a it's a, like going through the motions. That's what it is. Yeah, because that's so like if if I didn't if my like you know when if I didn't have a job like before this outlet of the show if I di- if I didn't have a job. I would just be in bed, but just the fact that I had a job, it would get me out of bed to do something, even though I was depressed. You know, I was just like keep just like just like move it, moving and moving, moving. You know, yeah. And then you know until um, so I don't know when I don't know when it happened. You know, I just I don't know if it started. You know, when I I don't know if it's it's still there, but like it doesn't take over me like it did before. Yeah, I don't know if it happened when I started the podcast, or when I thought about doing this show, or when I cut people out, when I cut the toxic people out. Like, I sometimes you need to fucking just let people out of your boat, brother. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know when it started. I don't know. No, I don't know when it. I don't. I see like my impulse wants to say stop, but I I can't say stop because <laughs> it's it's like the pink elephant. Like you know, or like you know, like like white white elephants, white elephant. Like you know, like you, you or the elephant in the room. Like you know, you know it's there, but you don't want to say it's there. That's fine. But like you know, it's like, but I don't pay attention. I just keep going and yeah. and and just move. And I feel that Travis, he was just going through those motions until until he met Betsy. And then he tried to do it one way to woo her, but it, but he fucked up. And then Iris, and then he fucked that up too. Well, no, he didn't really fuck it up. He tried, but I. But I feel like even even when he was trying with Betsy, 
um, his own self-sabotage fucked that up. Why would you take a girl to a fucking porno like movie? I don't know. Like there is it's, this. I'm telling you, it's 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 self-sabotage. He doesn't actually want to be with people. He just he just knows that that uh, that's the normal thing to do. Yeah. He finds someone hot, and he wants to be with them. But then it's but it's also like he's he's a self isolating person, so he doesn't know how to react to other people. Well, let's go back to this one scene in the beginning where. Where he was when he went to the theater and he was trying to get that the concession stand gr- the girl. Yeah. He was trying to get her name, but like she wasn't having none of it. Yeah. Like, well, obviously, like she probably gets hit on a lot of times, so it's just like to her, it's just whatever. Like she couldn't see his genuinity or his quote unquote loneliness. He was just, I don't know, man. He just like, was he being genuine though? Okay, you got me there. I don't know. I would like it's, it's, part he, of me, he was at a dirty movie like yeah uh, thing right. A girl probably is just there for a job. She doesn't. She probably gets hit on every fucking time. Yeah. Like it's 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 like hitting on a stripper. Yeah. Even though she's not a stripper, but it's kind of like a uh, you get me like they don't want to fucking hear you yeah and the proper terms exotic dancer Fuck oh, sorry <laughs> um whore i'm kidding whore. oh no shout out to infinity and Paramount collectibles whore what the fuck that's what we do every time we walk in we go whore oh. hey whore it's, oh. it's our thing that's cute i know uh every time i walk into kyoto i just get mad at anthony uh <laughs> and you shout nerd yeah, that's true. I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> I can still hear that every time I walk in. Nerd. I fucking let me tell you. No, I shouldn't say the story. Okay, okay. <laughs> see you for the Patreon. <laughs> I shouldn't even say it for the Patreon either. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, moving on. Moving on. I, in my opinion, yeah, he was self isolating uh-huh. and self destructive with a a. A, a savior complex and a yeah. god complex that made no sense because he was part of the night. He was he was willing to go anywhere and anywhere and and drive at at whatever time. Yeah. If you're really gonna complain about um uh, about the city and how it smells and how about like the blood and cum you have to uh uh clean off your your seats, don't go to those places. Yeah. Don't go to those places. Don't drive the night route. It, it it's 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 the way you make your life that it that is seems like if he doesn't have to drive the, the the night route drive the morning route yeah or drive the daytime route it's um don't pick up hookers like yeah. <laughs> it's simple no, as that it's true and even 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 he even says it himself that like one of the I think the wizard has his own. No, okay, so yeah, that's another one. When he was talking to the, the wizard Peter Boyle, yeah, to kind of get advice. Honestly, I wasn't paying attention that much. That was the only time that I can tell you that he was being genuine or trying to be genuine. Yeah. reaching out, trying to reach out to someone, but him not knowing how to reach out to someone, or not actually wanting to reach out to someone like 
like wanting to have a conversation with a coworker who you think maybe you know enough. Yeah. But it's also like, fuck, well, like, I mean, I tell this guy that I, that I do weird shit at night. Like maybe he's going to judge me at the same time where it's like, it, 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 that was the only time in the movie that I felt like he was actually being genuine. But what did you think about like the, the wizard's reply about like him doing like other stuff? Because honestly, like I've been in those situations where, Late, I'm, I'm like, and I'm telling a coworker something, something, and then they go, well, maybe you just like, you know, go work out, go do this, go do that, but you know, it's again, it's not what you want to hear. It's, it's kind of like, I guess, and from my opinion, from my point of view, I feel that he wanted the guy to tell him it's okay to think like that. Kind of like when I tell people, when I would tell a coworker, hey, I'm feeling this. Uh, for them to instead of for them to giving me a solution or ways to like you know avoid it, it's like I was like, well, no, it's okay to feel like that. I think that's what he was looking for. I, I I'm okay. Controversial uh, um, uh, thought. In my opinion, if you are asking advice from flawed people, yeah, you will get flawed advice. Exactly. Um, maybe New York in the seventies isn't the best place to get a therapist, but, um, working out is not a bad fucking call. It, it gets out in, in endorphins and it gets, it pe- actually peps you up enough. Yeah. I can tell you that if, when I, when I don't go to the gym two, three times a week, I feel like absolute shit. I'm chubby. And I won't stop eating. <laughs> Don't ever say your chip because you're not. You're a beautiful person. Thank you. I appreciate that, Jesse. Yes. Um, but I can Still tell you that, that the week I don't go to the fucking gym, I feel like shit. Yeah. I, I actually, like, I, I feel like I'm a little bit dumpier. Yeah. And, like, the times where I get out of the gym and I'm feeling good and the next day I wake up and I'm a little sore but it feels good and I... I stand up a little taller. It's been it, it's been like scientifically proven that if you just go to the gym once or twice a week, you'll feel a lot better. Well, okay. Well, now let's stick with that because he was working out. Yeah, but he was doing it for the wrong reason. Exactly. He was he was working out to go and fucking murder a guy. Yeah, because again, like he. And again, that he started like putting his energies to that, yeah, because he felt that that was like his end game. Like his yeah. end game was to shoot this person and then kill himself or get killed. That was his end game. And again, like when he went to go um, save Iris, his end game was to die, yeah. and he didn't die. He's just gonna keep on living and probably die later. What's what was the whole when when the Joker was made when the Joker was coming out. Uh, a bunch of like people were fucking scared that a bunch of dudes were gonna take it the wrong way and yeah. start rioting. What were they called? Incels. Uh, incels. Oh my fucking god! I told my coworker about incels the other day. Uh huh. And he was all like, "What? What?" So uh, what I was gonna go with was this. This is definitely a movie about warning people about the wrong type of man that they have to talk to. Yeah. It is definitely, in my opinion, a feminist movie. This? Yeah. Oh, wow. i never heard of it like that before. It, I don't know if it's a full, like, no, 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 cut no. dicks off, but 
it's it's definitely a movie about the the the, the trifles of a man yeah and how we can be vulnerable and if not cared correctly yeah and not nurtured the correct way we can become fucking robert de niro and taxi driver man i would say go get help just if you're thinking of killing the senator <laughs> or in general honestly you just blew my mind yeah it, 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 I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's true. It's, it, it's true. I watched this movie when I was younger, and I didn't think, oh, what this guy is doing is badass. I thought, this guy needs fucking help. I, when I when I saw this movie when I was younger, well, not that young, when I saw like 10, 15, whatever years ago the first time. I was time, younger. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I, I was younger when I saw it. But still, <laughs> I was like, well, okay, this is like what everybody's talking about. Okay, I guess. And when I saw it, when I saw it again, I was just like, "This guy's fucked up." But yeah. but but when you just right now talked about like you know like he needs nurture and things like that, and it's just like, "Okay, wow, you blew my mind." I I didn't see it like that. I I really didn't. I just no, I just not... saw it as somebody that was like you know going down the drain. No, no. And I, and so really... now I don't I don't say that like that Betsy should have like taken care of him or anything like yeah. that. Iris should have been there for him. What I'm saying is is uh I don't know, man. It, it's just someone. I I think if someone would have just gone, hey man, are you okay? I and again, I just feel that like if he would have gotten. And I keep saying outlet, but like, you know, just somewhere to, and yes, he was writing his journal and stuff. Yeah. But, but like, you know. Which I think is a military thing. It's, it, it's, it's a military, it, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Well, yeah, it is. But, you know, but it's like he wasn't keeping a journal to let it out and put it away. And like, yeah, like, you know, that the, he wasn't writing stories or nothing. He was just like, you know, putting stuff in there so that way it could reinforce yeah. his, 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 again, his superior complex is inferiority. Yeah, inferiority. Infe- you know. Yeah, I, I got you. I got it's you. just inferiority. Inferiority. Yeah, like you know, like I don't again, think I said that correctly. That you know that he that he is above everybody and yeah. everybody's beneath him, and it just kept reinforcing that. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like his that that outlet. Even though it is a healthy outlet, it wasn't that healthy for him. The same way as him working out, mm. it wasn't the proper way. This. Well, Honestly, like there is no proper way, there is no proper outlet. But like when it's done, any and and that's a, that, and everything, everything is a double-edged sword. Yeah, you know, like it could go one way or the other. You know, it's kind of like fire and water. They both, they both, they both do good, but they can also kill. Yeah, yeah. So, fuck. Maybe this guy just. Yeah, maybe this guy just wanted to be t- asked, you know, hey, are you okay? Yeah. I I, I personally think that in, in the context of this of this movie, he might have already had needed help before he joined the military. Yeah. And then that just fucked him up even more. And and it, it was just a case of a rolling fucking snowball and it just getting worse and worse and worse. Um 
Yeah, man. I, I, I'm I'm sure he just needed someone to fucking tell him. He just needed a hug. He just needed he, a fucking hug, dude. It's just like, and again, like this was, you know, this was a film of its time. Yeah, definitely. Where, you know, it's not like today where there is, you know, I'm, there's like the various a forms racist, of help. By the way. Oh yeah, uh, and a, a racist and a homophobe. Yeah, and a bigot. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's another thing. Okay, for someone that had inferior complex and stuff when he shot that robber it's just like he was scared yeah it's just like for someone who felt that he was doing good that you know he was cleaning the streets he like turned white you know like you know white yellow as a chicken like you know like he wasn't like you know he wasn't like the punisher like you know punish motherfucker he was just all like i don't have a permit for this i don't have a permit for this what am i gonna do yeah he wasn't all like you know he wasn't like how he was at the end where he went to go save iris or when he was gonna kill the senator yeah he was just very like unless killing that guy like you know changed something in him you know but i mean i'm pretty sure like you know in within the film story i'm pretty sure he killed someone in vietnam or maybe he didn't maybe, maybe. that was his first kill i feel like he probably did yeah that's yeah what did you think of um, that's um, the Betsy uh, Sybil Shepherd? I feel like they weren't like, real characters. It, um, in in my opinion, for okay, so we're introduced to the Betsy in a all white suit. She's yeah. meant to be um, the, the personification uh, of pure. Yeah, she's angelic. Da da da. When we leave her at the very end, she's still in that white suit. So and that's him still worshiping her. Oh. So he's not mentally uh, he's not mentally stable still there. For in my reason, opinion, I thought he was in a yellow suit. No, I I I remember correctly. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I I feel like she was still in a white suit, and she might have been in the same white suit. Um, and when we meet we meet Jodie Foster's character, she's in the dark. Yeah, she's she's kind of she's seedy. She's trying to get out of a place. Da da da. And and then Harvey Cartel's characters kind of comes in. Um, the the reason I mean the the reason I I say I don't feel like they're real characters at least in this movie yeah. is that they were really objects for him to pine over. Yeah, and and for him to save, they really didn't get a lot of uh, like character development. No, they didn't. In fact, when it would. Oh my god, like it would have been such a mind fuck if all these people if all this if this film was just all in his head and he uh, was just like there's driving a lot the taxi. of theories out there that that say that like he dies after the shooting uh, and that the ending where we see the card and and like the that the city is calling him a hero is all in his head. Yeah. I I'm I'm very I'm, I'm very be- I'm torn between them because it does feel and only because I've seen the Joker and it's been compared to it do I think that there is a possible um like explanation to why people say that it's it's all in his head but then I did some research and I know Martin Scorsese says that that like it's all real yeah that like everything that's happened after that that he still survives. And that, um, uh, and even Robert De Niro says too that, that like, yeah, uh, everything that happens after the shootings, like it's it's still him. What? Okay. Did you have a favorite part in this film? 
I mean, as much as we probably shouldn't celebrate it. Well, but you, you talking to me? Oh, I thought it was gonna be the one where the Japanese goes, where the, where the Japanese guy, where the, where the crazy guy goes fishing and goes in the underwear. Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you. Yeah, everybody goes that they in the WrestleMania when the WrestleMania went to Hollywood the first time they did that skit. I forgot. I forgot who it was with. I think it was with the Big Show or somebody. I had to look it up. Okay, okay. Well, my favorite part um, was it with the Japanese guy. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> You think you're funny? Huh? Yes, I yeah? am. <laughs> I'll beat you up. Uh, fine. Beat I'm going to come over this 20-foot table and beat the fuck out of you. I swear to God. And next recording, we're going to have a 30-foot table. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps getting bigger every time. We're going to record in different rooms. <laughs> oh, I hope. We have 20 rooms in between us. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. We're going to be recording. You Scooby-Doo fuck. <laughs> um... I got, I got, oh, well, I don't have a favorite part, to be honest. I, I, I mean, it's a pretty iconic fucking movie, but it's a dark fucking movie. It just seems very dull, I gotta say. Yeah? I mean, it was all right, but it just felt very It's dull. definitely not Martin Scorsese in his prime, uh, though it, it's, it's, it's. I, I feel that it's just, especially with the you talking to me thing, I'm. Kind of feels a little overrated. More well, overrated yeah, than overrated. Goodfellas. Overrated now that it's been God knows how many fucking years has it been. Well, seventy six. So yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, fucking almost thirty years. No, almost yeah. fifty years, and it's been made. Almost forty four years. Yeah, seventy six. So let's go to our calculator and do this. Uh huh. Uh, one, two, seven, six, 47. 47. 47 years. Almost 50 years. Almost 50 years. Damn. That's. Yeah. Ain't that something? Like everybody's, everybody's got in that fucking clip and killed it through this thing. But yeah. you, you got to think about it as this is a man who's talking to himself in the mirror, yeah. pointing it at a mirror, and, 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 well, thinking it, of ways of how he's going to kill someone. It also it's like he's preparing to how to react to somebody. Yeah, and it's and it's also and and, and um it's what um actors do when they're preparing for roles. They like you know they look at themselves in the mirrors and they're repeating their they're they're, so, they're, they're doing lines. That's in, what he's doing. in my opinion, he's rehearsing. This is this is the beginning of Scorsese showing us what he can do. Because directing the cinematography, I would like to know who the for the cinematographer for this uh, for this movie. We don't have to find out yet, okay. uh, <laughs> or we can, whatever. Um, it, it, it's it's a visually, it's a very stunning movie. Uh, 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 musically, I, I like the jazz in the background. Uh, it's it's placed very well. Um, I would I say this is like uh, Martin Scorsese and. Uh, and Robert De Niro at their very ba- best. I would say their next movie together, The Raging Bull, is 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 almost a little better than this. Right. I would say, I would say Martin Scorsese at his very best best is Godfather One and Godfather Two. 
That was Francis Ford Coppola. Was it Francis Ford Coppola? Yeah. Fuck. Who am I thinking of? Then I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you, brother. <laughs> oh, see now you killed my drift. I was I was hoping you weren't gonna c- catch that joke and then I did. You <laughs> killed me. You killed my you killed my bit. It's I'm you s- fucking killed my bit. I'm sorry if I'm more <laughs> if I'm more aware of these things than oh no you are aware. You just you, you didn't think I was gonna spot it. But no, I, did. I was, I was <laughs> straight up gonna like I was hoping you were gonna kill it immediately. Ah, go fuck yourself then. Well. I was gonna do a whole ass thing of just naming a bunch of other movies that they both hadn't been in. What, like, well, they were in Spaceballs. It was like a blink in your miss. Yeah, yeah, whatever. No, and they were also in uh, The Force Awakens. You know, one of them was a stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Um, so, um, (laughs) we gotta mention. You fully killed my shit. I hate you. Uh, who says really killed my joke and he says we weren't gonna be jokey there you go well we said the jokey jokies were at the very end well before we get out jokey jokey um i gotta bring up the whole the whole jordy foster thing being as he was only 12 years old when she did this film shut the fuck up really she was only 12 Damn. and they had she had to go through and there was controversy to that because once she was 12 years old, she was playing a prostitute, and she was around with the, like, you know, the the whole, like, shootout at the end. Like, like she, she was, oh, God. Like, she had to go through that. And they, um, I was reading that, um, okay, that she, that she was, bef- after she got the part, but before, after, she was subjugated. They they went through psychological testing with her, okay, to be sure if she was prepared for this role, if she was going to be okay with this role. They went through so much. <laughs> move the microphone. <laughs> um, they went through. They just put her to the grinder to make sure she was prepared for this role because they knew it was going to be tough for her, and they rehearsed the the shooting the shootout with her. There, they told her, you know how you know behind the curtain show her what the wizard looks like and um you know how everything was and she uh-huh. was okay with it and this film also uh no oh, she considered um de niro a mentor because he was like mentoring her mentoring her and stuff and things like that but also um i got some nut um shot reagan attempted to shoot reagan john hankley jr Yes, he tried to. He was trying to do this to impress her because he was infatuated with her. Something that this God, like this film, influenced this guy to do uh, Travis Beagle. Shut the fuck up! Did it really? Yes, I'm. I'm not kidding, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I wish I was kidding. No, yeah, John Hinckley attempted to assassinate President Ronald Reagan. In 1981, he was found guilty at of insanity, and during his trial, he said he was trying to get the attention. He wanted to be as famous as Jodie Foster. Wow. And he wanted to show that he could be as famous so that we can get her attention and be with her. Fucking crazy. Yeah. 
And again, like because it, like this is the <laughs> this is the incel that it was inspiring. Yeah. So it's yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Crazy. Speechless. I'm still angry about you fucking telling my <laughs> joke on the same thing completely honestly. I was gonna go on a full rant about movies that they both weren't in there. Alright. I had this planned out. Well take it from someone who knows. Not everything you know goes as planned. I know. That sounds very ominous. Yes. So what do you let's go to ra- ratings. Uh what do you rate this film? Eight point nine out of ten. I should really get like a drum roll sound effect really? for this. Well, that was the ah. You're welcome. Okay, so what was what was your rating again? Eight point nine out of ten. Eight point nine out of ten. I wouldn't say it's a perfect movie. I think it's a it's a it's a it's definitely a cult like 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 it, it in this in the cultural like zeitgeist. This yeah. is a movie that that if you're gonna be a film snob, you have to watch. Yeah, I could see that. Well. I'm going to give it a 6.2. Really? I just don't see what the fuss is about. It's That's a good, it's a good film. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Bubba. But I just, I just like, eh. Meh. It's, it's just like, man, like, it's just kind of like, maybe 10, 10 or 15 years ago. No, and even then, I still feel the same way. By the um, way, my, my, my what I was going to say is Martin Scorsese and, and, and uh, Robert De Niro at their very best would have been good, fellas. Um, which is a movie that they've done. Yes. Which is what my answer is going to be at the very end of the rant. But, and uh, I was going to say Bad Grandpa, uh, which Robert De Niro has done, where he fucks a... Uh, a uh, Audrey Plaza. Audrey Plaza. Um, but I was going to say that, that uh, Martin Scorsese had directed it. Uh, I was just going to kind of go with a rant about like, just movies that they both hadn't done together, at least. Uh, but no, in my opinion, the best movie that they've both have done is is Goodfellas. I think Robert De Niro is is at his best, like at his like not prime, but like already like a seasoned actor when they do this. And and Martin Scorsese is also already a seasoned director and knows how to handle like uh, big headed people. Like yeah. uh, uh, fucking Paul Serino, Paul Serino, and all those motherfuckers that came out in that movie. Joe Pesci, yeah, yeah, he put Pesci in his place. Yeah, in my opinion, uh, almost a, a almost perfect movie is Goodfellas. I think I think the Irishman was trying to. What does a WWE wrestler have to do with this? Almost. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right. Anyways, later, guys. <laughs> Okay, so Tim has left the recording. Oh no, Tim's back. <laughs> okay, so um, I should just let you have the last word. You want to have the last word before we do before we get well, to? I the- mean, I, I always just say brush your teeth. No, I mean like the last word in the film. Uh the last word of the film is by, is by. <laughs> so we got. So I wish you would have killed my joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. I don't know if you're sincere. I'm not. I'm sorry. It's fine. I was going to start saying like a bunch of just like like mobster movies, <laughs> hoping that you weren't like going to catch on that I was lying. 
But see, this is why you should let me in. <laughs> we need to collaborate. No, I wanted you to like figure it out. You straight up just <laughs> fucked me though. It's fine. Anyways. <laughs> This has gone horribly. Um, this is not what you expected. Um, I, I like the movie. I, I, I like the movie. Uh, I can watch it and not want to be a good old Trav. But uh, I, I can watch it and understand that there's people out there that need help. And uh, probably just need a hug, dude. I don't know. I don't know. It's this thing is that like you can't help everybody. Yeah. There's people out there that are just fucked up. Well, look at, I mean. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I get you. And with that, we'll bring in, we'll bring clothes to to Taxi Driver. Traxi. Traxi. We'll bring a clothes to Taxi Driver for now, and we'll, we'll review, we'll take a look back on this film soon. Well, eventually again. Yeah. Um, so shout outs go to our cast, Mancy. My friend Cass and uh, Angie for supporting the show, our loyal Patreons. If you're in a if you're in a spot to um, want to help the show grow, um, join Patreon. It's only a dollar. You get to hear sh- exclusive content. Uh, if we reach twenty Patreons, we're gonna start raffling off um, products from Her Locker Roses grins from below. There's so much um, horror memorabilia, uh, astrology posters, tapestries adult coloring books a lot of fun stuff including the one of my favorite coloring books the adventures of tiny dick i shit you not that's an actual book okay. so <laughs> but yes we are going to raffle off her her items soon as we reach 20 patreons um so go ahead and sign also like if you want to so um well if you want to go to the next tier and, and join the five dollar tier and pick a movie that we could review um, let us know what movie you want, so long as it's not something recent or old, you know, or from what we did recent for. I need to write the script out. Okay, so um, as always, let's give a shout out to Infinity Apparels and Collectibles over there at the end of Shadow Drive uh, on the Loop here in Laredo, Texas. Our friend, my friend Eric, your friend Eric, you know. Action figures, Funko, Pop, Funko Pops, you know, a lot of merchandise there. Go ahead and support local business. Also, go ahead and support um, um, our former um, manager, Dan, at his Noble Gaming Warrior on Saunders Street. Um, you know, D&D Warhammer. Go he's play a cool those guy. Games. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's he's a good people. He's a good people. <laughs> uh, so, um... You know, also a local, I said her name before, local vendor, her locker rose, grins from below. She's always, you know, like, you know, you'll find her, you know, bartending at Classic Tavern on Wednesdays. You know, she has has her merchandise booth there. Yeah, man. And, yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Like, you know. Shout out to Kai Ocho. Kai Ocho, yes. You know. Gaming and cards. They have Pokemon tournaments every Thursday. So, if you think you're Captain Marvel. Stop. Can beat someone's Dracula. I hate you. <laughs> I was going to start singing uh, uh, Ice Ice Baby, but uh, uh, Ice Ice, I don't know. Continue. Ice Ice Butterfree. Ice Ice Butterfree. Butterfree. The fuck? <laughs> I guess. Yes. Stop. 
collaborate and listen. That one was what I was going to say. I take out my Pikachu card Shut and this shit. Shut the fuck up. Instead of Terra Shot, no. yo, I don't know. No. Shut the fuck up. Shut the Shuffle the deck. Shut, Let's shut the see what comes Shut, out. Stop it. There's a bulb. Oh, We're cutting all of this out. <laughs> okay. Um, with all that being said, um, I didn't even say their fucking address. <laughs> oh, yeah. 1003 Garfield Street, right next to the old Doctor's Mercy Hospital. Shout out to our friends, Fears and Beers. Yeah. And shout out to the Just Another Friday Night, our friends in San Antonio. Also, the Infinite. Not Infinity. Very said infinity. Um, introverted sport podcast. Ileana, shout out to her, and also um George and Sam at um you heard of it podcast. Um, great shows, great friends. One day we're gonna have a mega episode. We're gonna do a crossover. We're gonna start our own Arrowverse. It's gonna be the Troglodyte verse. Sure, bud. <laughs> I'm sure okay. there's better names. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, well, there's nothing left to say, but thank you, everybody, for listening to us. We had so much fun. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, Sorry we got a little real. It's okay. Sorry I messed up your joke. It's fine. I didn't mean it. It's okay. Please don't go. Please no, no, don't go. I won't, I won't. Don't go. I don't get angry. You over, get even. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get angry over um, little things. Okay. Nope. There's nothing left to say except keep on shining. Oh, I already said it, but yeah, sure. Brush your teeth. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram at Troglodyte Horror and Cult Film Review or email us at troglodytehacf at gmail.com altogether lowercase. If you want to support the podcast, join our Patreon.